Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Yes, guys, welcome to your Game Week 29 team selection on Fantasy Football Scout by me, Gianni Batici. Thank you guys for watching. What have we got in store for you in the next 20 minutes? Well, we're going to be looking back very quickly at Game Week 28, but more importantly, we're going to be looking ahead to a very exciting game week in 29. Why? Well, it's a double, but also it's not just a double game week. We are planning and we've learned more in the last few days from last week's announcement about double game week 34. So our moves now, of course, everything changes slightly as we're prepping for the blanks, the doubles, for when we're using the chips we've got remaining. So I'll be talking through my particular strategy in today's video, as well as discussing, am I going to be taking a minus four? Am I going to be taking a minus eight? Am I going to be rolling my transfer? I've still got lots of options. I don't think I'll be rolling my transfer, but I'm looking at either one, two or three moves. Certainly be taking one. Do I add the additional two? Do I add the additional three? I think I'm veering towards taking hits this week. And look, we know we prefer hits over double game weeks if we're bringing in a double game weeker for a single game weeker. But we also know we prefer double game weeks. Um, we prefer hits, sorry, when there's more double game weeks further down the line and we're going to be rewarded yet again through additional appearance points. And that's the hope. But of course, we have to err on the side of caution because things happen, things change, players get injured, players lose form, players get flagged, players get suspended. So I look forward to discussing my strategy on that particular one. So look, let's move on very quickly. I don't want to dwell on this because it's the international break. Game week 28 feels like a very long time ago, doesn't it? So look, let's look back fairly quickly. How did I get on in game week 28? Well, we can see my team here. My total points were 55. That was enough for a small uh, green arrow. You can see my overall rank there on screen is 202,000 in the world. Um, my team for podcast listeners is Kepper in goal. One point, Chilwell on one, and then Henry Botman and Trippier all on twos. Big at the back, no thank you. Saka with 18, Martinelli seven. Solly didn't play, so I have 10 men. Uh, Havertz with eight, thank you. Kai outperforming uh, Watkins, just. Tony two, Kane captain 12. Uh, Ryan on my bench with two. The other bench players didn't play, of course. It was a blank game week. So 55 was a good score. 55 would have been a huge score 
if Saka didn't go and blow it out the park on the Sunday. And that was very much the problem for those that didn't captain Saka. If you didn't captain Saka, you had a huge red arrow on that particular Sunday. But of course, mid-game week ranks don't matter for a huge amount. And at the end of the game week, if you own Saka, you are probably okay. As EO was very close, I think just over 100% his effective ownership. But those that captained him had an absolute worldly week. You could captain Saka, have blanks elsewhere, and still probably have a green arrow. That's how big the captaincy swing was this week. Because the other popular captains were Kane, who got six, Tony, who got two, and you may have gone for an Odegaard, who I think blanked, and Martinelli with a seven. So they were the other options. It was very, it was, it was slim pickings with regards to captain. Look, I saw some go Chilwell. He got one point. Trippier got two points. So if you went Saka, as I said, absolutely fair play to you. This is the point where I say, oh, I feel really hard done by because I was thinking about going Saka. But I'd be lying to you. I would be lying to you. I wasn't that close. I mean, of course, he was a thought. He was a distant thought. When I discussed captaincy in this particular stream last week, I would have told you all that. I was looking at Kane. I was looking at an Arsenal asset in Martinelli. And the only reason I didn't go Martinelli in the end was because he played 120 minutes in the Europa League. And it was that Europa League game, Arsenal going to 120, that put me off giving the armband to Saka or Martinelli. Saka didn't play the 120, but Martinelli did. But I thought the team might be a little bit tired. And yes, it was Crystal Palace, but I just thought, no, do you know what? I'm going to go Kane versus Southampton. It was an okay decision. Kane still returned. Spurs, I think, scored three goals. You'd expect more than one return in three goals for Spurs. I could have gone Tony. I wasn't really close, but I did see a lot make that move as well. So it was fine. We're over it. Um, But where are we looking to go next week? That's the all-important bit, right? That's why you guys are watching. That's why you're listening. So where are we at? Well, this is a good time for reflection. Um, What do we know about blanks and doubles? Well, we know there's lots of fixtures now with way more certainty than what we thought. When we saw fixture announcements and potential doubles and, and possible doubles and possible blanks, a couple of weeks ago, we could vaguely plan, but without a huge amount of detail. But we, what we know now is game week 34 is absolutely locked in. So we know the 32 blanks and we know the 34 doubles. So the team's doubling in 34. Yes, Brighton are in there. Great, because we're all heavily invested in Brighton, aren't we? Fulham, we don't really care about. They play City and Liverpool. And I feel like their season might be over with anyway. Liverpool play Tottenham and Fulham. So Liverpool get a good double with two homes, right, in 34. City double, we like their fixtures there. United have a good double. West Ham, meh, we're not that fast. But it does mean if we're looking at bringing in, say, United or City or Liverpool assets, now we're rewarded for doubles in 29, not with City, but we are with United, Liverpool and and Brighton. But then we're rewarded in 34 as well, which is why I think Bruno Fernandes becomes even more obvious for my team and probably many teams. If we're looking at Man United, they have three doubles between now and the end of the season. No other team um, other than Brighton, uh, I think, has more than that. Um, So three doubles. And also they blank in game week 32. Now, I am committing to a strategy of a free hit in game week 32. So before we talk about Bruno and United assets and players I'm bringing in, let me talk a little bit about strategy in game week 32. So at the moment, we know the teams, we absolutely know the teams that are blanking, right? Four teams, Brighton, Chelsea, great, heavily involved there. I've got three Chelsea players and three Brighton players. Man United, okay, I've only got Rashford, but I'm likely to have a second uh, this game week. Possibly a third, but unlikely. Uh, So that brings me up to nine players uh no three six so eight players 
Let's say I buy one United. And then Man City. Well, I'm going to own Haaland by then, if he's fit. Um, so that's nine players. And look, potentially by then, I could own a City defender by game week 31. Um, and if I do, that would, yeah, absolutely. It's worth booking that free hit in, if that's where you think you should free hit. You could free hit in 34. The doubles are there for it. Um, but the way my squad's set up, I think because I have heavy Chelsea commitment, as well as already the triple Brighton and I want double United, it's a very easy route to go. It's simple. Free hit 32. I don't usually like free hitting in blanks. I've made no secret of that. On Twitter, in years gone by, I like to free hit where there's big upside. But this season, the free hit feels way more than just, yes, it's a good week because you've got loads of players blanking. It's what you're going to do with your transfers around that. And I feel way more confident going bigger on teams like Chelsea and United if I commit to a free hit 32. I also feel way more confident losing my Arsenal players. And that's the big topic of conversation this week. If I commit to a free hit 32, I have confidence losing Arsenal. Yes, they have a nice fixture in game week 29, but it is a single. And yes, Leeds at home is great and it could be 4-0, but it is a single game week. And we did see them... We have seen them struggle every now and then. Look at the fixture against Bournemouth at home. No one saw that coming. That was so tight. Game week 30, they get to Anfield. I'm not expecting huge returns for Arsenal players, even if they score. Then they get to West Ham. That's not easy either, but you expect them to win. Game week 32, it's at home to Southampton. That's the fixture you have to have three Arsenal players. And we will if we're free hitting, right? Then in 33, it's away to City. And then in 34, it's Chelsea... You know, I think we can go without Arsenal. It seems crazy saying it, but I think we can. Now, look, by 35, they play Newcastle away. That's not an easy one, but I expect some points. If I and Saka, I'd feel confident of a return. And then it's Brighton, Forest, Wolves to close the season. Not the best run. The final two, Wolves and Forest, nice. But you probably want to cover Arsenal by 35 onwards. But until that point, I think I'm okay. Now, in an ideal world, you keep your Arsenal assets for this game week 29 because it is a nice fixture against Leeds. But if you're swapping them for a doubler that's got great fixtures moving forward, I think you can make those moves. So let's have a look at the players I want to target this week. Now, my moves are completely undecided. I'm recording this on Monday night. You'll likely be watching this on Wednesday, right? So already, some of the players I own, the flags could have changed. So at the moment, Rashford is flagged, Havertz is flagged, Haaland, who I want in 30, and my transfers this week will have to allow me enough money in the bank to be able to move to Haaland. Now, if we know more about those uh, injuries and those flags on Friday, this strategy could completely go out the window, and maybe I keep all my Arsenal assets. But at the time of recording... I am looking at selling my Arsenal assets. And that's assuming that Rashford, Haaland and Havertz are all going to be fine, right? I think Havertz will be fine. It was just like a, a bug. Nice little rest ahead of a friendly. He's gone home early. If Germany had a qualifying game, maybe he wouldn't have. Um, so let's have a look. Players I like. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. 
Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com um, Firstly, money I've got in the bank with this team. This team has 7.1 million in the bank, right? So I'm loaded. I'm loaded. It's a nice position to be in. Uh, but we're all loaded because we've all sold Haaland. Um, so I need enough money to bring Haaland back. Now, at the moment, what I'm thinking of doing is... I mentioned one of... Uh, I'm going to be making one move. Do I make the second move and the third move? Now, let me just... Rather than tell you my specific moves, because I don't quite... I've got a plan, but I don't quite know what they look like yet. Uh, the players I want to bring in. Simply, the two midfielders I really want to accommodate are Madison and Bruno Fernandes, right? If I can bring those two in, which I can quite comfortably... I could swap Saka and Martinelli out. That gives me a really nice team. By the way, I should have mentioned I'm bench boosting this week. That's probably fairly obvious from looking at my team, right? So this will be a bench boost active team as long as we don't have major flags. So let's say Saka comes out and Martinelli comes out and I get to welcome Bruno, who has three double game weeks coming up, and Madison, who whilst I might be looking to sell in a few weeks' time, has a delightful three games off the back of his England performance as well which was good but his England first start I think he's going to be flying he goes to Palace he then plays Villa at home which is a big derby of which I've got a ticket to and I've kind of want to be invested in that fixture as a fan um, and then he goes and then he hosts Bournemouth those three fixtures I cannot ignore and Madison's been I think he's had one assist in the last three right he's not been producing great returns but his underlyings are there he's looking good He's playing number 10 quite a bit rather than out on the right. Now Tete's there. That front three behind the forward of Barnes left, Madison central, Tete right. And then you have Ian Actual Dakar up front. I like that front four. I want to be, I want to go there, I think. So it's Bruno and Madison in potentially for my two Arsenal boys. But to do that and then leave enough money for Haaland, I need to downgrade one of my defenders by like 0.3 I think it is 0.2 but 0.3 to be safe if there's price changes so am I going to be selling Trippier, Botman, Chilwell or Estupinan with those fixtures and what's coming up I don't think so knowing Newcastle are going to get another double as well um, Brentford don't have another double after this week and you could argue the double this week for Brentford is pretty rubbish Brighton away rubbish for defenders Brighton away do we think Brentford keep a clean sheet? Absolutely not, right? Man United away. Do Brentford keep a clean sheet? Absolutely not. So the best I'm hoping for really is Rico Henry attacking return, maybe an assist, of which he barely gets them. And yeah, okay, I'm hoping for one clean sheet. Sure, that's probably more realistic than an than a assist, but both are big, big doubts for me. Yet, I could sell Rico Henry to a 4.4 million defender or a 4.3 million defender and be sitting quite pretty. There are some good options at that price point, which is weird because there isn't usually a huge amount of options. Certainly not for a select few teams because I'm looking at those double game weeking because this is a bench boost and whoever comes in is likely to be needed this week for the bench boost. But moving forward, probably isn't going to play a great deal. He's going to be my fifth defender. Ideally, he's going to be my 15th player, right? He's going to be third sub a lot of the time. So let me give you my options. Zuma is 4.4 million and back fit. 
but he's been out for a while. He's only played 91 since he's been back. I need to do a little bit of research on how he's been performing in the international break in terms of fitness levels and make sure I see training photos. But he has Southampton and Newcastle at home. I like those two home fixtures. I do realise. And also, by the way, West Ham also double in 34. It's not a great double, Palace and City. But I could use him. They've got some okay fixtures. I played Bournemouth in 32 and I'll be free hitting anyway. They've got Leeds at home in 37. So West Ham defence could be a route there. Like Zuma's an option. Uh, Kerr's an option as well. Um, the German centre-back who's been playing right back a bit. Soufal is 4.0, but again, he has had an injury. I think he's okay now. So there's options at West Ham. I've always liked Zuma for the, the goal threat. Hugely dislike the person, but that's another thing. Um, and then I was really surprised. I thought my best assets there were West Ham. And I was looking this morning at some of the 4.4 million defenders and, and lower. And I stumbled across a couple of Leicester defenders, but not just Leicester defenders, Leicester fullbacks who bomb forward. And we know Brendan Rodgers gives his fullbacks license. Now, Castagna's been pretty good this season, but his attacking underlyings in the last few weeks, his XGI, 0.06, 0.05, 0.02. It ain't great, right? Leicester fixtures, by the way. Palace away, Villa at home, then Bournemouth at home. The reason I want to buy Madison. And then it's a sea of green. They've got loads of good fixtures. Ricardo Pereira, Mr. Sicknote himself, is 4.3 million, lower than Castagna. And thank you to the scout members area for these numbers, by the way. His XGI in the last three weeks reads 0.04 on his first start back. Fine. 0.35, 0.32. He's producing some good assist threat. Some really good assist threat. Not much goal threat. Good assist threat. He's always been a very good FPL option when he's fit, Ricardo Pereira. Not because of clean sheets, because Leicester have never really been overly reliable for them. But he does pick up attacking returns. Can he stay fit is the big question mark. Now, I don't really care if he gets injured after game week 29-30 because I'm probably not going to be playing him. My bench boost would have gone. He's going to be the 15th player in my squad. But the big question for me is I need him starting two games, two games in a week. Sorry, two games in four days, right? Saturday, he plays Palace. On the Tuesday, he plays Villa. So he has Sunday, Monday off with no game. One training session, presumably. And then I need him playing on the Tuesday. Is that too tight a turnaround for someone that's been out for as long as Ricardo Pereira? Maybe it is. Maybe I go safe with Zuma. Maybe I go safe with Castagna. Maybe I don't make that transfer and I just keep Rico Henry. And then I'll be 0.1 short of Tony to Haaland. And I have to take a hit next week to do that if Haaland's going to be fit. Again, a lot of this comes down to Haaland fitness. If Haaland was red flagged, I'd be like, cool, fine. Um, I'll sit pretty with Henry. Maybe that means I can not buy Haaland for a fair few weeks and I can go and buy Mo Salah. Everything could change. So please take this video with a pinch of salt based on what we know at the moment. And I'm assuming without a huge amount of info, Haaland's going to be fine for 30. Rashford's going to be fine for 29. Havertz is going to be fine for 29. That's kind of what I'm thinking. It's almost certainly going to be Bruno in. I think Bruno in for one of my Arsenal mids is, is, is almost guaranteed. And then it comes down to, do I go for the second um, midfield transfer, which would be Madison in? And I think I probably will. And I think Arsenal really could bite me in 29. But I think after that, I'm okay for a few weeks. And then do I make that defensive transfer uh, for that upside defender, a Leicester defender or Zuma? I 
think I prefer that for a four-point hit than Henry. I think I make those four points up. I think I do. But I need the point one, remember. The reason I'll be doing that move is for Haaland. So that's kind of my thought process. Uh, I've been gibbering probably for way too long. I hope you've enjoyed the video so far, guys. But before I do leave you, I just want to give a little note. Please do hit that like button if you enjoy these videos. I usually do them with uh, someone. Uh, Seb's been taken over from Az uh, in this slot, and that will continue moving forward. Unfortunately, my diary this week's a little bit all over the place, so we couldn't coordinate. Uh, so next week, Seb and I will be back. But yeah, hit the like button. Please subscribe to Fantasy Football Scout. Thank you for watching and we look forward to seeing you very soon. Go well this game week. I haven't mentioned captaincy. I really don't know where I'm going at the moment. If Rashford's fit, it's probably there. Um, but again, I could look at Madison or Bruno. Solly March hasn't had much work to do in the international break and he's also got my eye. See you later.